This is Shlomo Swidler, CEO of Orchestratus, on Monday, June 16, 2014. Hi, this is Shlomo Swidler, CEO of Orchestratus. Welcome to the OpenStack Israel podcast. My guest on today's podcast is Benny Schneider. Benny is well known in the Israel high tech scene as founder of Qumranet many years ago, which wrote KVM, the famous hypervisor that started the whole thing. Benny is now co-founder and chairman of Revelo Systems. Welcome to the show, Benny. Thank you for having me, Shlomo. My pleasure. You've liked virtualization for a long time. Yes, indeed. This was uh, something that is part of my career for a long time. You know, in the early days, I was involved with mainframe development where we use virtualization. I actually remember using uh, virtualization, VMCMS on mainframe to develop drivers on a Unix machine, Unix on mainframe. It was a VM running on a mainframe. And then I did it at Kumanet, where we did x86 virtualization, the famous KVM. And now we are at it again, taking it to the next level of what we believe virtualization should go to. That's cool. I'd like to hear more about that. What is your vision for virtualization? Well, if you look at what virtualization has been doing to the operating system, in a very simple way, you can look at three main values that virtualization is providing to the operating system. Number one, it makes the operating system monolithic, which means in one file you can describe and include the binary, the executable, the data, the configuration file of the virtual machine. The second one is the separation, the separation of the operating system from the underlying algorithm. And once you get this to the separation and the monolithic notion of the operating system, you can move the operating system from one physical machine to another physical machine. And this is called uh, life migration, if you want. Now, if you think about it, moving higher one level up in the stack, then rather than dealing with a single piece of operating system, with a single VM, we are dealing with a collection of VM. Let's call it the application. Rather than dealing with a single server, we are dealing with a cloud. And once you have the monolithic notion of the application and the separation of the application from the hardware, you can move the application from one cloud to another cloud. In other words, what virtualization was doing for the operating system we are using the next level of virtualization. We call it nested virtualization, basically, with some additional features. And we are doing it exactly the same type of features to the uh, application itself. So we are making the application monolithic. We are separating it from the hardware. And uh, we can move the application from one cloud to another cloud. We believe that this is basically where IT should go. And we are hearing it more and more from customer who are extremely interested in the concept of infrastructure agnostic application development. So the application and the infrastructure should be totally agnostic. This is a key feature of our vision at Ravelo, and we are using virtualization to get there. Hmm. Again, the benefits that Ravelo provides are packaging, separation, and migration for individual VM units. Yes, and I would say uh, even uh, before that uh, features, I think very important piece of our vision is that if we fast forward five years from now, we believe that, number one, there will be more and more 
clear delineation between infrastructure and applications. So we are going from a world that enterprises used to develop their application very tightly coupled with the infrastructure. By doing that, they gain tremendous control and performance into a world where they have much less control and the infrastructure and the application are totally separate. The motivation of going this way is, uh, of course, saving cost. Because if you have a cloud provider, let's say, yes, infrastructure as a service cloud provider, focusing on the infrastructure only, you will end up with having far more efficient and cost-effective infrastructure. So in this world that we envision, there will be two main components. Number one, the complete delineation between the infrastructure and the application. In many cases, like we see today, the infrastructure will be provided by different companies. It will not necessarily be the same IT department of the same company. It will be cloud providers. And the other one, which is very important, it doesn't look right now that there will be a single cloud vendor. So the future world is going to be very heterogeneous. There are going to be several cloud providers, and they will be focusing on building the most efficient uh, infrastructure. In this world of uh, complete delineation and heterogeneous world of several cloud providers, enterprises need to focus on their application and these three features that I mentioned before, separation of the infrastructure from the application, the monolithic notion of the application, and then the ability to move application from one infrastructure to another are very important in order to ride this new wave of IT changes. Do you think that in the future developers are going to care more about the infrastructure and the virtual machine or less about the infrastructure and the virtual machine? I think they're going to care less. Actually, they're going to care less in general about anything other than the actual a piece of code that they are developing, and they are going to assume that there are enough tools around their application to take care of the different details of adjusting the application to the different uh, uh, infrastructure that the application can possibly run on it. Why then would you say that developers would care for another layer of virtualization that provides a VM that is more tightly controlled and portable, uh, wouldn't you think that developers would start to care more about platforms that provide service containers, which is much closer to the level that an application is built at? We are going now into how do you implement the vision, but let's establish the vision first, and then uh, I think that what you are proposing is one way to look at how to implement this vision, and we can talk about the advantages and the disadvantages, and then we can look at the Ravello way of implementing different things. But I think going uh, forward, application developers are going to assume that many of the surrounding infrastructure support is provided by other people or by other frameworks, and they are focusing only on writing their application in the most efficient way without worrying too much about the infrastructure. So if I can make the analogy, you know, in the old days, people used to write in assembly and very low-level languages. As we moved along, the operating systems and the compilers made the programmers far more efficient by focusing on I-level. And the rest of the operation, like the compilers and the operating system, took care of the details. 
So there is a very uh, tangible uh, direction of going from detailed, complicated world into more abstract world where some of the details are being implemented by other automatic tools. And you mentioned all kinds of containers and framework that are definitely one way to go. And uh, we are focusing uh, on uh, using the virtual machine as building blocks for building applications. And you know there are advantages and disadvantages of doing that. But in our vision, focusing on virtual machine as a building block is a very elegant way to go forward. And it's very much aligned with the way that IT are thinking about their world today. Also, it's something that allows and provides enterprises and developers, mainly uh, DevOps guys, tremendous flexibility. Well, if IT is today thinking about their world in terms of virtual machines uh, and managing that, the network connections between them and managing that fleet, I wonder how prepared they are for the way things are going to look in the future where developers want to think less and less about VMs and networks the same way that compilers came along and higher level languages came along so that they would, the developer would not have to think about low-level concerns. The same VM and network-level concerns will also be off the developer's plate. I'm wondering how much you think that there still will be an IT department who thinks in terms of VMs. So uh, I think that the, the IT department will always be there. I don't see uh, getting rid of the IT department completely. I think that virtual machines are providing the best interface between applications and between uh, cloud providers. And this is a very important thing. You cannot only think about the problem from the perspective of the developers. You have also to think about it from the uh, perspective of uh, whoever is providing the infrastructure. Looking at the world today, you can say that, the, for example, the YAS infrastructure is a service adoption is probably three order of magnitude bigger than the PaaS, the platform as a service that you are talking about. There are several reasons for it. Number one, it's much easier and more efficient to build a cloud based on VMs as delineation between uh, enterprises consuming the cloud and cloud providers providing the cloud services. And number two, you can have far more granularity in terms of the environment that you are finding there. If you're going after the PaaS, you have to assume that the PaaS environment that you will be getting in Cloud Provider A will be identical to the PaaS environment that you're getting from Cloud Provider B. Uh, with the changing world today, this is not going to happen. And it's very difficult to maintain this compatibility across different Cloud Providers. Uh, and as I said before, the business reality is that the market for uh, YAS is about $5 billion. And I don't think it's more than $100 million for the different PaaS uh, providers right now. And I think that this trend will only continue. Okay, so then you see that Ravello fits in by allowing the existing IT infrastructure to continue to exist at a new level of virtualization that can then be run on top of a cloud provider. This is true, but I'm also looking at more modern way of developing applications mm -hmm. like continuous integration, continuous development, configuration management tool which we are also including in our vision, in our tools that we are currently offering in Ravelo.
the vision is having a platform or complete environment for every developer and every tester and then using the existing configuration management tool, continuous integration tools to inject code and use the more modern development tools to do it. From a developer perspective, he's getting his own platform. Now, this platform is something that either the organization as a whole, let's say it's a banking uh, world and it's a banking application about trading or about online banking, there is a platform for me for it. Each developer is getting the complete environment and he can play with his own code that he's using to inject into this environment or if it is a tester to test this environment while he's only dealing with the small modification that he's making to the environment and the rest stays the same across his peers that are developing this application whether they are other developers, DevOps guy or uh, testers. Why does your vision have you interested in OpenStack? I think that OpenStack is one of the best candidate for building clouds and when we say in Ravello we are cloud agnostic it is true on the principal level but at the end of the day we have to make some adjustment for every cloud that we are running on now there are two levels that we need to make the adjustment one is the control this is the management system of the cloud and the other is the running environment mainly the hypervisor Altogether, given where we are today, every new cloud that we are certifying to run in our environment takes us about three weeks. And if there is something standout like OpenStack, it will make our life that much more easier and will provide more options and more alternatives for our customers to use our service. The richer the offerings, the more cost-effective it will be and the more options the customers that we are going to service are going to have. For example, there will be cloud provider that will focus on different geographies. There will be cloud provider who will focus on different services. I can think about many features like regulation and SLA that will be specific to cloud provider that our customer will care to run on. And if there is some level of commonality like OpenStack, it is good for our vision, the Ravello vision. So you spend a lot of uh, resources, uh, you spend a lot of time and invest a lot in keeping your software up with the latest changes of OpenStack running well on existing OpenStack providers. That's correct. I mean, I don't know when you say a lot of resources, it's all relative and it's, uh, you know, we are dealing with a startup that we have to meet our own uh, uh, priorities, but it's definitely but, something that uh, we are spending time and we are paying attention to. This is, is one of your priorities. Absolutely, yes. And there is another use case that we are interested in uh, OpenStack. And this is actually the development of, of OpenStack. Our nested virtualization technology enables us to look at OpenStack at yet another application that the user is developing. <clears throat> so think about the following use case. Let's say that you are a cloud provider or you are an enterprise that wants to build uh, OpenStack Cloud. You want to play with all kinds of uh, configuration and all kinds of versions, and you don't want to do this integration on a physical hardware. You want to do it virtually on a public cloud. So for you, the OpenStack is only one application that you want to develop. What we are doing with Ravello, we are enabling you 
to run basically OpenStack on any public cloud. So this is another use case. We are using it for development. Our customers are using it for testing and for training. So uh, you can go to Reddit, for example, and get uh, training on OpenStack, while the class will actually will run on uh, Amazon using or Google or HP using uh, Ravelo solutions. So th we're talking about three levels of virtualization now. Yes. So uh, before your head starts spinning, think about we can now run with Ravelo technology nested at the third level. So there will be like three hypervisors stuck one on top of the other, and uh, the third level, so to speak, will be the hypervisor, let's say KVM, of the cloud that you're building or simulating for your own needs as, a, as somebody who's trying to build cloud for the enterprise or for uh, services. That's wild. Indeed. <laughs> uh, we had the session two weeks ago, ago in Israel in the IGT forum, and Alex Fishman from uh, Ravelo presented the solution. He added some technical, technical detail on how it's being implemented, and it's really cool. You're talking about the OpenStack Israel event. Correct. Uh, it was, I think it was on the 2nd of June, uh, about two weeks ago. Yes. You know, when the engineers first presented this, it was more of an engineering challenge. It was more of an interesting piece of engineering to do. And, you know, the initial reaction was, okay, we are doing more than enough interesting stuff. Let's find a customer that really cares about this. And after a short while, the team uh, came up and said, you know, there is at least one customer who is extremely interested. And after we showed it, basically the ability to run additional level of uh, nested virtualization, to run, for example, KVM on uh, Amazon, uh, we found quite a few other use cases for this type of technology. So how do you keep up with what's going on in the OpenStack ecosystem? Uh, you know, uh, reading blogs, going to conferences, sending people to present our latest development, just the regular stuff. I wouldn't say that it is any different than what any other person in a startup will do. How important is it to, uh, to actually attend the OpenStack summits that happen twice a year? I think it is important, especially if you don't have to travel a lot, because it's not only the formal presentations. Most of them are recorded. You can watch them offline, and you will get... Uh, probably at least as much uh, value from it by watching it offline. But I think that meeting people, interacting with people, getting the unofficial buzz was always important and still is. I wasn't at the summit last month in Atlanta, but I have been hearing that there's a lot of attention being paid now to uh, container technology, Docker being one example. That's also, in some regards, a nested virtualization container. How does that fit with your vision of where Ravelo is aiming at? I think it's a complementary technology. I wouldn't call containers virtualization technology because they are not. The virtualization is done more at the operating system level, within the operating system. And there are advantages of doing it this way. And you have... If you can live with the limitation of the environment 
or the limitation that containers are enforcing on your application, then you are absolutely uh, good to go and this is a great solution for you. Uh, if you cannot live with this, then you need other technologies. In our case, we are offering a combination and an hybrid between the container and the full virtualization technology. You can definitely run containers on top of virtualization. And let's say that in your application, like many enterprises today, have a combination of uh, Linux containers and maybe Windows VMs. The only way to run it is with full virtualization. Because containers technology today don't support Windows. And even when they support Windows, it will not be able to run on the same operating system. These are some practical limitations of the containers technology that technology like Ravelo can augment and provide additional value. So do most of your customers see use for Ravelo as a new place to put VMware-based applications without caring about VMware's environment specifically? The common thing about our customers right now is they want to be very effective in their IT. I'll give you one example. We have a customer that has a, one application that has 280 virtual machines. It has about 40 VLANs. It has 18 terabytes of memory. It has 10 different virtual appliances. And without Ravelo, rebuilding such an environment takes him two to three months. With Ravelo, it takes him one hour. Hmm. Because of the efficiency, he's finding new ways to build new environments and to be more efficient in his uh, IT operation. So they don't really care, like this customer, if we are using container technology or if we are using virtualization technology. They're looking at it more from the value that they are getting. And in their case, they're definitely getting tremendous value. By the way, they couldn't do this with containers because, as I mentioned before, they have a mixture of uh, Windows and Linux machine. And even if it was Linux only, it's a wide array of Linux virtual machines, starting from very recent and current RHEL distribution all the way back to some very old virtual appliances that are based on DSD. So, you know, these are very typical client applications that you find today, and they care about the agility on operating and doing all this operation. Another example is a customer who needs to, let's say even the example that I gave with uh, Reddit on uh, running OpenStack, they need basically layer two features in order to get the full functionality of OpenStack. So hmm. you need things like uh, Pixie Boot, you need broadcast, you need multicast. These are implied things that are part of running OpenStack, like running any other application actually. And without Ravelo, they will not be able to run it on a public cloud. So these are features that are required to run, in this case, training, or in another case, QA, or another case, certification. They don't really care if it's virtualization technology or it is a container technology. The only thing they care is to be efficient with their IT. Mm -hmm. For the developer or IT guy who's already working with OpenStack, then you would say that they should take a look at Ravelo because 
Ravello gives a much more consistent uh, and easy to reproduce environment, both for their own deployments of OpenStack and within the OpenStack environment for deploying applications that have a different native OS. That's correct. And I would say another thing, going to our vision that I mentioned in the beginning of this uh, recording, it is not like the entire world is going to be OpenStack or whatever. Our vision is that there's going to be multiple environments, all the way from OpenStack through the existing VMware environment, future VMware environment, and there will be all the cloud providers. So I can see people who are saying, it's more economic for me to run this workload on Amazon or this workload on Google, and I want to be able to run this application on this different environment. It's not necessarily OpenStack or VMware. It's something else. I want to be able to use this flexibility with a tool like Ravello to be able to leverage all these environments. Where did you get the name Ravello from? <laughs> so this, as you know, Shlomo, this is not our first company. The first company, Pentacom, was split into two. Let's call it Generation 1, started with a P. The next one started with a Q, Kumanet. Mm -hmm. We found out that people have a hard time pronouncing an Hebrew name, an ancient Hebrew name, like Kumanet, which came after the Kumaran cave in the Dead Sea. Mm -hmm. It's a very important piece of history, by the way, it's story by itself. So with the next company, we decided to go with the letter R, like Robert, and we decided not to go with an Hebrew name this time and go with the most neutral name. We made it Italian name after the city Ravello. It's actually a town, Ravello, in the Amalficos. A very nice place by itself. Strongly recommended as a vacation destination. I look forward to seeing you there. <laughs> Same here, absolutely. It's a very nice place. Highly recommended. Thank you very much, Benny, for joining the show today. I will see you around in Israel and in Ravello. Thank you for having me, Shlomo, and enjoy the rest of the day.